Welcome to Nightlock, a Hunger Games podcast. Episode 43 of Nightlock Podcast, where we cover anything and everything related to the Hunger Games franchise through news story, book analyses, fan fictions, related music, product reviews, as well as other fun segments. I'm Kira. I'm Mariah. And that's it. <laughs> and yeah, Matt's not here. Um, just a quick disclaimer before we uh, get into the episode. Sorry we haven't produced uh, an episode all month. Um, it's been kind of crazy. I, uh, I got a new job. Mariah has two jobs. Yeah. And Matt is doing his thing, whatever that is. <laughs> Matt's like, I don't need to get a job. I have money. <laughs> sure, yeah. Right. Because either you have money or you don't. It's not like you yeah. should be making money. <laughs> so that's been our crazy live. And also, a quick little announcement. I just wanted to thank Andrew Sims for plugging our show on his um, show, Hype Podcast After Dark is the official name now. They just changed their name. So thanks for plugging our show. That was, that was awesome, considering <laughs> you've been my uh, podcasting role model. That's great. The second week of March, which was an exciting week to be a Hunger Games fan, 11 brand new official posters from the Capitol were released. Ooh. So that's going to be our focus um, for the news part of the episode. Uh, we're, also celebra- we're also celebrating the one-year anniversary of the Hunger Games movie, which is today. Yay! Um, awesome. Mm-hmm. March 23rd. <laughs> and just to make it an even more jam-packed episode, because we don't have enough already, uh, we'll discuss Chapter 17 of Catching Fire. So your listeners are in for a treat. That'd be nice. Okay, so, news. We have a lot since we haven't recorded in a little bit, so we'll get right down to it. Pan and post. A follow-up news story from last episode, we reported that the um, the new Victory Tour posters featuring Katniss and Peeta, um, as I predicted, the Capitol wrote on District 12's Facebook page, and I think they wrote on all of them, because um, each district has its own Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And, like, whatever district you were sorted in, like, you're supposed to only like that one. Of course, everybody just likes all of them, so it's kind of... <laughs> Kind of doesn't make sense, but, um, so they wrote, quote, for the first time in 24 years, District 12 will bid our very own victors a celebratory journey as they embark on their victory tour, joining Katniss Everdeen and Peter Malark at the station today. So I, I have to say that we'll get more into, like, the marketing of mm. Lionsgate for Catching, or for, yeah, Catching Fire and the Hunger Games, but I think it's so cool how they're marketing everything through social media instead of, like, I mean, obviously they're doing, like, commercials and posters yeah. and stuff, um, but I like... But I do, I like that. I like it how, especially how they make it seem like you're, like, someone in the community. Like, exactly. you live in the world of Panem. Like, yeah, and, like, Lionsgate is the capital. Yeah, Yeah. Like, they're, like, the enemy, which is kind of, they're making themselves the That's enemy, which is kind move. of funny. Yeah. It's, like, kind of, they're taking their own hit kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, and in some cases, I guess they kind of, it's kind of like we're either a district citizen or a capital citizen. Like, yeah. It's not like... Us as the audience is just one. Because sometimes they talk about capital couture, which, right. like, yeah, like, check out the new styles. Yeah, like, stuff. we're, like, someone from Panem is never going to buy that. It's so talking about the capital couture. Is that how you say it with the couture. French? No. You're taking French. Couture. 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 Capital couture. Now, now that, I, like, now that I think about it, I can't say it. Capital couture. Oh, is that that's just weird? That's or really is that French. Accent? It's a All little right. weird, but it's French. I'm gonna I, go with it. Okay. I'm actually kind of proud you think of that. You, you think you can keep that up every time you say it? Me? Yeah, I think okay, I can. Okay, let's see. So, Capital Cartier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fashion tumbler has been relaunched, and I believe it was the second week in March. Yeah, second week in March, uh, Monday through Friday, the Capital released Capital portraits of the main characters in Catching Fire. 
So there was a total of 11 character posts released. They probably should have just done 12 just to make it, you know, like, yeah. Aquarium's just their number is 12, just, you know, 12 yeah. districts and all that. Um, they should have done that, but anyway, that's my two cents. They couldn't find another character. <laughs> and they're like, uh, yeah, we ran out, we got lazy. <laughs> so it all started with a post on the Instagram and Facebook by the Capitol, and the Facebook read, quote, always elegant, always prompt, join us on March 4th, hashtag ladies first. Um, so obviously that was Twitter, too. Same post on Facebook and Twitter for them, as most companies are. But anyway, um... <laughs> How it worked was Effie was first. So she was just released on March 4th in um, the morning or whatever. Morning for, late morning for the East Coast people mm-hmm. um, in the U.S. So once Effie's capital portrait was released, it came with a clue for the next one. Mm-hmm. And I really, this is just another, you know, part of their marketing, obviously, for Catching Fire, which we're still months and months away. Yeah. Why do I keep having voice cracks today? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is, like, really far away. Yeah, it's Matt's birthday, you know? (laughs) So far away. I feel like he just had a birthday. That went on and on. So whenever a portrait was released, it would come with a a clue for the next one. And then if you went on their Tumblr site, there was, like, a countdown to the next one, like, Mm -hmm. hours and minutes and stuff. Cool. So there was, for most days, it was three a day, but the last day was only one. What else can I tell you about it? Oh, also with the um, clue would be... um, for all the portraits, they had a character sitting in a chair. Mm, kind yeah. of the same backdrop and everything. Yep. And then, like, on the side, they would have the Catching Fire logo, and then it would say, like, Catching Fire, ha- have a line or whatever, and yeah, then yeah. say the character's name. Um, So they would release a picture of just the chair, and then later you'd see the person in the chair. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, you know, teaser and stuff. So it was, like, a week long. So, Mariah, since you didn't actually follow um, everything going out, I'm, I'm yeah. the one on Twitter that was talking to all you guys, just so you know. Um, so, I will give you the clue that they gave us. Okay. And then you guess who it's going to be, and then we'll talk about that portrait. So, first off, there was no clue. Well, there was, but I already said who it was. So, the first one was Effie. So, we'll just talk about Effie, and then I'll give you the clue to the next one, then we'll talk about that oh, person, okay. and so on. Cool, it's so a game. like a little game. It's yeah. a game. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> this is the pro to not have you know everything. I'm good it's at like, game. You know, yeah. 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 Games. <laughs> I'm good at game. <laughs> All right. So, so, Effie's poster. So, well, let's talk about this. So we have Effie sitting in chairs. All of them are in, sitting in these chairs, which are, like, elegant, very uh, antique chairs. Like thrones, almost. Yeah, 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 definitely. And so... I definitely like the color red. Yeah, she's wearing this... How would you describe this dress? I would say it's, like, a red-pinky kind of color. Yeah. And it's... Scarlet. Uh, and it's scarlet. And then her... Well, yeah, maybe It's like to be scarlet. Um, and her hair kind of accents the uh, color of the dress, which is, like, this... It's, like... Her hair's like her hair's blonde, definitely pink, white, definitely and then has like pink corally, yeah, like on. accents to it, like mm-hmm. the end of the hair, mm-hmm. and it's all curled. And obviously, she has like a ton of makeup on. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has what the, about the, the body, they... the dress? I don't, I don't know how to describe that. Like very poofy, I guess. Yeah, um, And it's not close fitting at all. It's, it's and then very, her shoes are kind of wild baggy. too. Yeah, they like they're like the same fabric as the dress, which yeah. is really weird. I feel like she's almost copying like that girl on fire kind of thing. Like this is like Capital's version of girl on fire. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And yeah. she's like buying into it, and it's like all pink. Yeah, it's very effy. Um, and her, I don't even know what those really are. I guess like I mean, gloves. They're, they're gloves with like huge rings on them. I guess. Yeah. Or like yeah, like metal pieces yeah. on them. And then she has these weird like cuffs. Yeah. I guess they're cuffs, right? Yeah, they, I would say they're cuffs. With, like, blue and pink on it. 
um, yeah. which she's very interesting. interesting. So I, I liked how they had her first. She's like she's the leading lady kind yeah. of thing. Um, well, not really leading lady, but you know what I mean. Yeah. All right. So the clue we got for the next one is applause, please. This one's easy. Think Roman. I mean, all these names were Roman. Caesar Flicker Roman. Yes, there you go. go. You're so right. right. (laughs) That was a good clue. You got it. All right. Um, Not wearing his... Did he have... He had blue hair in the last one. He definitely had blue hair. Yeah. Very eccentric blue hair. I mean, mean, the word to describe all these are very eccentric, each and every picture. Yeah. Even the uh, district citizens people. Um, So he's... um, wearing a lot of he's wearing like black with like some design on the pants and it's kind of like a shiny leathery look yeah leather yep definitely. and he's kind of got these gold accents mm-hmm. um got some rings and on then there. his hair looks crazy he like yeah it like doesn't match like i think it'd make more sense if he had like gold hair yeah it's like a mullet it's like a pink mullet <laughs> it's like a mullet it's a mullet with a ponytail and it like kind of didn't he out have a ponytail top. last movie yeah yeah i Same never length. pictured it like that him having a ponytail i didn't like that yeah it was a little weird i mean it made him not Stanley Tucci. It made him Caesar Flickerman. Yeah, Otherwise, it would true. be like, what, what's Stanley Tucci doing in the movie? Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, all right. So that was both really... These, the two posters we've talked about were released on March 4th. Mm-hmm. Effie and Caesar. Yep. Um, so now, moving on to what was released March 5th. All right. This one is really... This is probably the easiest one. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Sip in style was the clue. Is it Hamish? Yeah. Okay, good. You yes! I, I stupidly, like, didn't get the beginning. I was like, sip and style. What, what, what's that? I was yeah. totally overanalyzing I it. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. And people tweeted at me, and they were like, of course, like, it's Hamish. I was like, that would make sense. <laughs> so Hamish is, I think, one of the more plain, um, yeah. since he's not a capital citizen, that yes. he's, you know, from the district. And even though he's been exposed to the capital a lot in the past, I don't know, 25 years since mm-hmm. he won the games. Yeah, 25 years, because yeah. this is the 75th games. I'm good at math. Um, so he has this, is that a blazer? I don't know. Yes. It's like a suit blazer. It's, yeah, a blazer, suit jacket, suit blazer jacket, know, blazer, yeah. I don't know. It's a jacket. Yeah. And then he, Formal I think jacket. it's, a, I don't know if it's ombre or reverse ombre, which, I don't know. Anyways, it goes down, it either goes dark to light or light to dark. Oh, okay, That's what yeah. it's called. It's like a, a gradient of color. Yeah, but I don't know if there's a specific, like, if it mm-hmm. goes from light to dark, it's ombre, or if it, like, the other one is... I don't oh. know. Either way, it's some it kind of legit. ombre. Yeah. I'd buy that. Um, well, not the jack. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got plain boots and... Not boots. Um, shoes mm-hmm. and pants, and so it, I think the only, like, different thing is the ombre, as you're calling it. And he yeah. doesn't... He's not wearing a tie or anything, or yep. a bow tie. It's just... Like a he's just wearing a shirt. Hanes cotton shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. All right, so our next clue is your fashion hero. My fashion hero? That that's the that's the oh. cue, not the cue. Your the, fashion um, hero. Tip. Oh, is it Katniss? No, no, she's it, not into fashion. I yeah. mean, everybody. Oh, she's is it Cinna? Cinna then. Cinna. Oh, okay. So Cinna's also um, sporting the leather look, uh, much more than Caesar was. He's all leather. Um, yeah. His like, hair is a little longer than it was in the Hunger Games, um, which we had known about because we. Uh, he tweeted a picture of himself getting his makeup done and whatever for uh, filming a while back. Um, so it's too hard to see. I mean, or, yeah, we can see. He's wearing, you know, gold eyeliner. He's got the uh, different hoop earrings. Mm. And, it's like industrial um, looking. Yeah, he's he's pretty plain. And I yeah. know that he's plain in the book and everything, but being uh, our fashion hero, as the capital tells us, or Lionsgate tells us, I'm kind of surprised at how simple it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like... 
gold accent. There's no, it's just solid black with black boots, the leather pants. Yeah. And the leather shirt. So, pretty simple. Nice. Uh, so the last one that was released on March 5th was Your Luminous 40, Your Luminous 74th Victor. It's Katniss, right? Katniss or, or could Pita. be Pita. Yeah. Right. Let's find out. Katniss. Which I was kind of surprised she was the fifth one to be released. I thought it'd be later in the week because you're yeah. like building up to it, but throw in some major characters there. Um, so she's the only one that is not sitting in the chair but standing. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So, and if we remember from last year, um, promotion for the Hunger Games of all the character posters, she was the only one facing the other direction. Mm. So she was yeah. facing left, I believe, and everybody else was facing right. Yes, um, on your, yeah. Oh, okay, it's still up there. Yeah. Um, so this, like, there's always something different about her that makes her more prominent, mm-hmm. which I think is, like, really interesting, which I know that probably sounds boring to most people, but I'm really into all that marketing yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they have her standing up just because they want to see her dress, like, the yeah. full dress, or if it's, like, some rebellious thing, you know? Right. Or have her stand out. Like, if, almost like if, um, if you put all the posters next to each other and you have... Let me do the math. It's five and five on each side, and then she's number 11, and she's right in the middle, and she's standing up. Oh, gotcha. I mean, you could do it that way, too. Like, that's yeah. why, if she was in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think also because in a dress like that, I don't know if you could sit, because yeah. it's probably, like, it's probably, like, an, it looks, like, kind of old-fashioned. Yeah. Um, I'll just give a little description of the dress before we move on. It's a lot of layers, and it's got kind of these, um, Ruffles. These, yeah, these ruffles with, um... I almost want to say kind of feathers. Yeah. I think it's, like, very, what's it? It's, like, gauzy chiffon, almost, Mm -hmm. at the end of each layer. Yeah. And, um, so the torso is made out of, it's, um, a sleeveless dress. And so the torso has, um, a mockingjay, Mm -hmm. like, in it, like, made out of, like, I want to say, like, this wire, for lack of a better Yeah, I think it is. Like, wire, some kind of metal. Yeah. And so you can kind you can make the Mockingjay out of the wire, like, you can see it. Yeah. You can see its its head is kind of on her left shoulder, like, right below her shoulder, mm-hmm. and then the wings kind of sprout from, I don't know if that's the right word, but sprout, kind of, yeah. Yes. Kind Spread of. from her <laughs> bodice. Her, her bodice, that's, like, the term for this part oh, right okay. here. I don't like, know around her torso. <laughs> I was like, is she making stuff? I like think that? it's kind of cool, because, like, one wing is clearly in front, and then the second wing is, like, behind her shoulder. Right. But, it, like, you still get the picture. So it's still, like, it almost, like, encompasses her. But right. I don't know, I kind of, like, here's what I was saying to you. Like, I don't know, is this her wedding dress? Like, I don't think her wedding dress would have a Mockingjay on it. Well, Mariah. <laughs> I'm sure you have an answer for that. <laughs> well, actually, um, the film's costume designer, Trish Somerville, the costume designer points out a corset under the metal cage, I guess. So I, I guess the metal cage yes. would be the Mockingjay part. Yep. Um, and so she says the, the metal pieces rising up are supposed to signify fire and flames while layers of laser cut feathers um, yeah, maybe, at yeah. the waist and shoulder tie in the film's Mockingjay concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was her thing. And, and I think, I I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure that this is her wedding dress. 
That, okay, so they must so, have changed it, because in this chapter, and we'll discuss it, like, her wedding dress, or what she wears for the interview is mm-hmm. the wedding dress, because that President Snow wants her to wear. Right. And it clearly says that it has long sleeves that go all the way to the bottom. Okay. And this is sleeveless and strapless, so. So a little bit different than what yeah. the book had. But my only thing about this, I feel like this is so, like, almost like winter wonderland, icicle, like, I yeah. don't see, it's almost gray, so it doesn't look like a wedding dress to me, and it's not, like... I don't know, I watch Say Yes to the Dress all the time, so, like, this, I don't know, this just doesn't seem like a wedding dress. And it's very Mm -hmm. old-fashioned, and obviously, Hunger Games is far in the future. Yeah. So, they're kind of, obviously, styles kind of go back in style. Yeah. um, Over time. I know, that's another thing. Like, they never, they didn't really, I feel like they didn't try to make it, like, futuristic or anything. Right, but I feel like there's a lot of, kind of, um... How would you say that? Like, conventional things? Like, mm. not conventional. I don't know. Like, old school stuff. Like, they're bringing back these new styles. Yeah. And we'll talk about um, Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix's outfit is very different. Mm-hmm. But I would think it'd be much more sleek. Yeah. Her dress. Yeah, me too. Um, But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, And also, Katniss is holding um, a white rose. So we'll just mention who's wearing a white rose in um, each picture, and then we'll talk about what that might And mean. isn't the white rose thing the snows? Yeah, snow is like his symbol is white roses, and he always has one on him. Okay, so our next tip, um, so this is the next day, March 6th, um, was the next poster release, number March 6th, um, poster number 6. Uh, so the tip in Q was, quote, he's eccentric and electric. And another tip was capital tastemakers. This one's a little more tricky. Focus on electric. Think electric, of the, the tributes. Like beady? Beady. And it's Beatty. Oh, I like that actor. And oh wow. So this is our first glimpse at him, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I like his look. I, I really do. do. Like he is perfect. I I wanted um I thought he was gonna be like more round, like stubby and yeah. Fat. And he's he's a little too good looking to be like that eccentric, dorky, like mm-hmm. very very intelligent. Yeah, kind of person. but they'll probably like scuff him up for his actual yeah. scenes and stuff. Right, right. Because these are like official capital capital portraits, is what all these are. Like, mm-hmm. We reference them as character posters, but they're capital portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like, I, on our um, Dreamcast episode with Rebellion Radio of who we wanted to play all these um, roles, um, I think Hurley and I both talked about um, the guy from Lost. Now I can't remember, remember yeah, his name. No, I, know. I think it was Michael Emerson we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I think that might be his um, Who played them, um, the he's, crazy guy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's Ben in Lost. I'm pretty sure the actor's name is Michael Emerson, but if you watch Lost, um, you know what I'm talking about. He's good um, glasses. Yeah, yeah, he's the, um, well, I don't want to give anything away. I hate spoilers. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so I feel like he would have been absolutely perfect for the part because he just has that look to him that it's like, that's what I imagined when I was reading the book. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think, you know, BT looks great in this picture. I like, um, the boots in the picture, very kind of simple, but like still like sleek kind of thing. Yeah. And his, his pants are interesting. He definitely looks intelligent though. Yeah. Like I mean, if but there's I a the look glasses, like yeah, the glasses, it. and then he's like and a little goatee, and like yep. he's very he's well shaven, so he's not like scruffy, like mm-hmm. you know Hamish or like uh, even Sino um, was kind of scruffy and stuff. But um, and I, I like the uh, the blue and green on him. He's got like this um button up um I'd even say turquoise shirt and yeah, some, like some sort teal. of a bow tie. It's kind of weird looking. It's like an ascot. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like an ascot. Okay. And 
Then he has... Like a vest. The vest, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I wouldn't be able to think of it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and it's weird, like, there's, like, a zipper down his calf of, like, you know, where the pants are, like, yeah. where his calf is, which is weird. And he also has a rose. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's looking so, at the camera. I yes. like the others aren't. Yeah, everybody else is, I guess Katniss is. But everyone else, or Hamish. Well, Hamish's kind of looking off in the distance, I yeah. feel like. Um, but yeah, so far Katniss and, um, so maybe it's like the tributes are looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, like, at this point, I was thinking it must be the tributes that are holding the flower. The, sorry, the white rose. Yeah. Because I was like, it must be kind of like their, their piece of, of snow. Yeah. With their... Okay, so our next tip is she's sly and cunning. Is it Joanna Mason? Yeah, wow, okay, you cool. got that one right away. Um, so Jo, or I think we've been saying Johanna because people that's, say I, think that's the I right say way Joanna. To say yeah, I know I'm not supposed to, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, so Johanna um has this really um I don't even know how to describe this dress, and it goes up to her neck. Yeah. So it's kind of like a turtleneck kind of thing. And she has sleeves on... This is so cool. I I haven't really studied it yet. Yeah. Um, So she has one sleeve and one... It's like cut off kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, And how would you describe the bottom of it? Um, It's... It's hard to... It it goes down a lot. So it's like there's a lot of excess of it. It's a really long dress, yeah. Yeah. It's got a train. Not not a trail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which will, well, that, she leaves the part, trail as she walks, that's probably. That's the thing that goes behind her, yeah, the train. Right. And that's a lot of ruffles, I And guess, it's, like, a say. peachy, kind of, like, dark, yeah. almost, like, a, like brown, but yeah. not really. And her hair is kind of piled on top of her yeah. head. Mm-hmm. Um, and her makeup is a little weird. It's, it's dark. She kind of, she has, like, this one streak of it, like, right. kind of going across her cheekbone. Yeah. Um, and she reminds me of, um... You know the band Arcade Fire? You won't know this, but the you, Arcade Fire. I know, yeah, I know they're the band, but she looks like TV. the lead singer. Oh, really? Regine, yeah. Um, For those of you who know the band. Right. And she's also holding a flower. <laughs> um, so as these were going on, I was tweeting with some of you listeners um, and asking for what you thought of the um, the tribute, Capital Portraits. And um, Saba Foxface, um, Summer, said, not only does Johanna look like she'd kill you without a second thought, but it seems that she's about to drop her rose, which the others are kind of, like, tightly holding on to it. Yeah. Um, when she's, like, I, I feel like that kind of shows, like, she doesn't care. Like, she's yeah. just, like, whatever, I have to pose, whatever. Yeah. Um, and everyone's very serious. No one's really smiling. Um, you know, not really a happy time. That's a good observation. So, for March 7th, um, the next poster, um, hopefully you'll get this one. Okay. Um... Solid as a rock and touch of shyness. Peta. Yeah. Boom. You're getting these. Awesome. Most of them. <laughs> so, Peta. Now, okay, first I'll describe this and I'll say what I'm thinking here. Um, so, Peta has his hair kind of, I guess you'd say like... Up. Swept back. Yeah, swept back. And he's got this, um, this, I would say this is more futuristic than anything else. Yes. His outfit here. Yes. Um, he's got a suit on, but it... He's kind of got, like, this turtleneck, mm-hmm. and then he's got this suit that kind of, the, um, what would you call this part? Like, the... Lapel? Wow, you're, I think wow. it's lapel. I'm glad you're on this episode. You know all this stuff. I don't... I want to um, say It's lapel. kind of, it's sharp, and it comes out, and, like, it's folded intricately. Mm-hmm. And so his suit is white, um, with, I guess that's more like a gray, 
undershirt beige, kind of thing. yeah. Not undershirt, but whatever's under the suit part. Yeah. Um, and his pants are white, and he's holding a rose as well, the white rose. Looks, Looks like he's like wearing a watch. Um, yeah. He's whatever. I forget what it's called. Oh, oh, oh po- pocket. pocket square. Pocket square. Po- nice. Got that one. Um, and he's got like these boots on, which like don't match the rest of it. They're of. almost like sneakers. I feel yeah, like they, they, look they like, kind of look like Uggs. like Timberland sneakers. Yeah. yeah, and they kind of like but they're white. <laughs> it almost looks like the pants are connected to the yeah. boots. So like the pants like, are connected <laughs> to the boots. Okay, <laughs> I can imagine him like getting ready for it and like putting his pants on like the boots. And are just like, to oh, the pants, all right, like, all right. <laughs> That's one less thing for me to do. Yeah, this is definitely the most futuristic. It's got like lots yeah. of sharp angles and stuff. And so I'm wondering, since we saw Katniss in her wedding dress, I'm wondering is this his wedding suit? Yeah. Uh, maybe. maybe maybe that's possibly yeah yeah we so, will see i think he looks good he looks very sharp and he's also looking straight into the camera definitely so the next hint for capital portrait is district 12 born and straight from the seam gail gail i think he's like the only one it could have been prim i guess but she's not really like in this yeah movie as much no, or she's book not. as much story whatever yeah so Gail is obviously not as, um, he's very plainly dressed. He's just got a button-up shirt that's rolled up, um, to his elbow. He looks and... exactly like he did in the first movie. Like, right. I, I, I don't think, think he changed he looks clothes. better. These are probably the same clothes exactly. from Exactly. Like, yeah, we're not gonna bother. Yeah. <laughs> you're only in it for a couple minutes. Yeah, you're on camera for the kissing scene, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he is in this movie more than yeah. the last one, because, like, we don't even get to the game. Like, we still haven't gotten to the game, so. Yeah, we're getting there. Chapter analysis. We're getting <laughs> I know, there. we're, like, 250 pages. Though. Yeah. It's, like, out of, what is it, 274, I'm guessing? I'm just totally guessing on that one. 380. Ooh, Nine. I think 274 is The Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. They, they, all the books have 27 chapters, though. Cool. Just throwing that out there. So, all right, so, Gail, um, and his, his pants are just, I feel like they're nicer than what he normally would wear. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just kind of like, I don't know, just regular slacks, whatever. And then he just got, like, kind of work boots on. Yep, he looks like he's from the scene. Yep, and he's holding a white rose. So, when I saw this, um, because at first, as I said before, like, I thought all the tributes, um, had roses. Yeah. But then he had a rose, so I was like, I don't know what that was about. Okay, Gail, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, alright, you're a wannabe tribute. I guess he's still a piece in the games. Yeah. And well, because, like, I guess Snow does kind of manipulate him. Right. Because they, like, use him as, like, the lover or the cousin or something like that. They yeah, I mean, him. technically he's the cousin. Yeah. Um, well, that's what the capital thinks. Um, so I asked you listeners on Twitter what you thought the rose meant um, as these pictures were getting released. Um, and Ronnie Loth said uh, maybe it's uh, people that Snow has direct influence on, which would make sense. That's kind of what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny's Cruz said maybe the district citizens, um, which would make sense because it's been Peta, Gail, Johanna, BT, and Katniss that have had the rose so far. Yeah, like people right under President Snow influence. Yeah, so I feel like that like, that makes the most sense. Yeah, I feel like, like it would have been of better President just to have Snow. all the tributes have it though, because like yeah. awkward like Gail's thrown in there. He's the only one that's not a tribute that has a rose. Always um, Gail. Gail, you're so awkward. Yeah, he's so awkward. <laughs> Looking like an ape. <laughs> um, oh, and I just had a note there. I don't know if this is going back to um, Peta. I don't think that's a pocket square. Yeah. I think that's a flask. Oh, this is kind of a. a I have a grainy picture here. The it's rest shiny, of them are better, though, like metal. But that could be true. Yeah, why does he have a flask? Oh. <laughs> like, what message are we trying to send? I don't know. Here? 
Who said it was a flask? I don't remember, to be honest. Someone said it. Oh. Um, I feel Maybe like someone said that Maybe to us on Twitter. Her Hamish. Something like um, that. Yeah, that's... I don't know. That's kind of weird. Um, what you doing, Peter? <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, so... Gale is also looking straight into the camera, so he's he's got the rose, and he's looking straight into the camera, just like all the other tributes, so that's just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Don't our next, next okay, so our next, uh, hint mm-hmm. is, uh, wait, he's the catch of the capital. Finnick. Did, Did you see it? No, or he's or fishy. Okay. He's right. like a catch. <laughs> he's fishy. He's fishy. Um... So I think this is the most interesting one. Obviously, this is our first, or actually our second official look at um, Finnick because is he uh, wearing he, a kilt? I I wanted to ask you about that. He looks like a pirate. He's definitely wearing a kilt. Like, like let's let's be honest. Is it though? <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's but it's like a long skirt. I was yeah. like, what is this middle part right here? Is that yeah. the chair? No. That's what uh, Abby on Twitter said, that it looks like a skirt, and he kind of looks like a pirate, which I completely agree yeah. with that. You definitely see, like, how they're trying to do the sex appeal thing, because he's got that open chest. Right, so so just to give you guys an image, if you uh, haven't already seen it, um, he's wearing this um, weird necklace. Um, I almost want to say it's kind of like like rocks or something on a necklace, yeah. like a bunch of them. They're like shells. And then another necklace, I don't know if it's connected, you can't really tell, that goes kind of, um, like, you know, on his chest that goes further down. And I want to say it's like a leaf or something, like... A leaf or sharks, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if sharks still exist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. All They've been around for a while, so maybe they... Got yeah, maybe, you know, they're, they're still evolving there. That's um, a big shark's tooth, though. <laughs> it's, like, more like a whale tooth. He probably, tooth. like, battled one, and, like, yeah. that's his, like, Oh, wait, but whales, whales don't have teeth, except for killer whales. Right, so it wouldn't be a whale. Plus, how could you take down a whale? They're huge. Like, huge. He is Finnick, so... It's Finnick. All right. <laughs> and this is it. a book, so... This <laughs> could happen. And he's, wear- he's wearing, what's it called? A, like, see-through shirt. A white, see-through, gauzy shirt that's open yeah. in the front. Yeah, and it goes all the way down just to cover his belly button. Um, I would assume just kind of where it's all laid out there. Beautiful. Um, and he's got like a really thick belt. Mm-hmm. And then this, and then the skirt thing. Skilt, skilt, skilt. <laughs> I just combined skilt and skirt. Yeah, it's like a really. It goes down to his boots, so it's pretty long. Yeah, that's embarrassing for him. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> weird. Like I, I appreciate the effort of trying to make it very futuristic, but I, I like the top. Just give like him that some looks pants. good, but let's just give him pants. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the skirt. Like it's supposed to be sex appeal and stuff. Like yeah. this is not. That ruins it. Yeah, like, maybe the they just the had whole bottom half. Yeah, they had to like balance it because it was like too sexy up top, so they had to right. like, tone it down. <laughs> Notch it down. Just you're not allowed to see anything at the bottom. Right, and so this kilt is kind of like a, a shiny turquoise color. Yes. Um. So a lot of turquoise, a lot of white, and a lot of gold and leather. That's yes. kind of been the theme so far. Yep. And there's this weird kind of strip. Of the kilt, um, that's kind of like, like I want to say like a like a leopard print, Almost. but it's, it's like a, a muted leopard print. Yeah, um, and it's like grayish brown. Right, and so uh, Finnick is looking into the camera and has a white rose. So, um, and so, um, Peter, Gale, and Cat. So you say <laughs> Peter, Gale, and Finnick were all released on the same day, which I thought was good marketing. Like, oh, let's have all the three boys be released in yeah. one day. Cause, like, that, so I think this that was my favorite day of, um... <laughs> that was before my just favorite be released. day! <laughs> um, yeah. Alright, so the next one... Yeah. 
Um, hand, we've only got two left. Okay. So this is number ten. Okay. Oh, uh, no, we only have one left. Just kidding. <laughs> this is number ten. This is number ten. All right, so the last day, March 8th. So think about who we haven't seen yet. That might help you. This can help me. His <laughs> eminence is adored by all. President Snow. Yeah. You got this. Cool. So he's got his his hair. <laughs> so I mean, beautiful. Yeah, very luscious. So great. Donald Sutherland, so great. Yeah, he's he's amazing. And his beard is also very luscious. Impeccable. Impeccable, <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Um, and he's got the white rose, but he's not holding it. It's um like a... In his lapel? Yes. Oh, I think that's what a lapel is. I really right. don't know. Shoot. You're still better at this than I am. <laughs> so he's... I don't... I want to say it's like a shawl, but I know it's not. It is a cape. A cape? Okay. Yes, they call that um, a cape. It kind of like ties around his neck and then goes down his right shoulder. Yes. And he's got these black gloves on, which makes him kind of like mysterious. And I love his suit. It's yeah. really yeah, interesting. Yeah, I do like it's, it. It's plain, simple, It's dark blue elegant. leather accents. Right. And it's like, it doesn't go down the middle. It kind of like goes to his left side and kind of like ends there but yeah, there's it's like asymmetrical yeah it's cool and it and it goes down to like like half his calf uh-huh. and he's just got like you know regular like black slacks on with like really nice shoes yeah and socks and stuff but it's really like you know it's, I do like that. That it's almost like cape. um military like yeah like yeah, yeah. definitely cool. um so that was all the capital portraits um very nice so, there was something else I wanted to mention about this. Oh, so, um, when I asked, you know, what you guys thought of Snow, it's kind of funny. I don't know if this is, like, an official account. I probably should have looked this up. But, um, the Twitter account, uh, the handle President and then underscore Snow, um, when I asked that, he actually replied back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I said, oh, what do you think of this or whatever? And he said, handsome, dashing, dream. Uh, dreamy and mysterious, so it's kind of funny that uh, President Snow responded to us. Yeah. Um, and Brookie Rue on Twitter said um, he's more creepier. So I more creepier. You yeah. Can't say that. You yeah, say it doesn't creepy. quite make sense, but I I understand what you're trying to say there that he looks creepier than the last film. Yes. Um, which I think he's more intense than the last film. I don't know if I'd use the word creepy. Yeah. Um. I think that's it. Cool. So that was the Capital Portraits. That took us a while, but we yeah. uh, definitely got into that. Yeah. And let's see. Oh, so uh, one final thing. So um, I asked you guys on Twitter who you would like to see that the Capital left out. Um, and most people were a virus. That was yep. kind of like an anonymous, not anonymous. What am I saying? Uma- unanimous decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. So moving on to our other news stories. Um, so the, ne- the next one is very random. Um, Rebel Wilson, who's popular for her roles in comedy movies, um, most notably Pitch Perfect and Bridesmaids, Bridesmaids, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so she revealed that she's, um, had meetings regarding no, her role not in brides- either... not Bridesmaids. Not Bridesmaids? Oh, yes. Bridesmaids. She was yeah. the roommate. Yeah, exactly. The one oh. that had the tattoo yes. on the back. I thought for a second I thought infected. it was the one that... Bride Wars? No, no, no. The one... Melissa, no, not, I don't think it's Melissa McCarthy. It's, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah it, it is, is Melissa, that one. I thought it was that one. I thought you were saying that Rebel Wilson played Melissa McCarthy's mm. role, but I'm like, no, 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 but yes, yeah, she is in the movie. So yes, correct. Yeah, she, she didn't have like a major role, but she, she, was, she, she was pretty funny in there. Yeah, so. but I mean, her most notable role is for Fat Amy in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Um, which her name or is Patricia. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patricia. Right. 
Um, so anyway, so she um, she revealed that she's had a couple meetings regarding her role, uh, a role in either Catching Fire or Mockingjay. I think if it was Catching Fire, we would have heard about it, it by yeah. now. Um, and so she revealed this in this interview with BuzzFeed. Um, so they started talking about Jennifer Lawrence, and so you know she was just like, oh, she's great, I've met her, she's really tall, she just kept saying how tall she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then BuzzFeed asked if she would ever have a role. And that's when, you know, Rebel revealed that um, she's had multiple meetings about, quote, being one of the cap- one of the people in the Capitol. Um, she could have, like, a cameo. Like, they yeah, just, like, flip they kind of just, like, kind of scan by. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm hoping that's what it is. I mean, honestly, like, she's comedy. And yeah. I know that there are a lot of stars that go from comedy to and can be in a serious role. Yeah. But if I'm watching this and I see her in... I mean, obviously, if she's going to be a capital citizen yeah. or someone in the capital, uh, yeah. she's going to have a ton of makeup on. She's not going to look like herself. Yeah. But I feel like I read an interview with her, like, when she first did, like, Bridesmaids or something, that, like, she wanted... She's a comedian. Like, she yeah. wants to stay in comedy. I don't think she wants to go, like, serious. Yeah. And, I mean, she has had meetings about this. And, and she, I mean, her career has skyrocketed. Just hype around her and everything. She's doing... She's doing, um... She's doing the MTV movie Yeah, Wars. I just yeah, yeah. heard that today, yeah. Yeah, when is that? It's sometime in April, I think? It's coming up. I think, yeah, I saw a commercial for it. nominated and stuff, so be sure to watch it. Um, so, so she said she, you know, she'd love to be in the Hunger Games, which I don't know if that's just, you know, her talking for publicity's sake or she actually wants to be. Or something like that, yeah. Yeah, like, it could come out, like, Rebel Wilson attempting to be in the Hunger Games yeah, or something. Like, Maybe I could be one of the people in the Capitol. Right, anything. which I wouldn't mind if she was just one of the people in the Capitol and she didn't have any lines. They kind of scanned her and it's like, oh... Oh, like, you, like, can't quite make her out? Mm-hmm. But I feel like if she's in the movie, you'll be like, why is Rebel Wilson in the movie? Yeah. If she's too, like, her, yeah. it's hard. I feel like she has a lot of, like, she can't really adapt. Character baggage. Right. Yeah, except actor that she baggage. has act- actor baggage. Yeah. Um. So, what I'm wondering is, maybe she could play tig- uh, Tigress. Is it Tigress? Is yeah. that how we're saying it? Yep. Yeah. Um... And just to refresh your memory, for those that don't remember, Tigress is a formal stylist who owns a shop in the Capitol, and that's where um, the whole gang stayed at, um, you know, during the war and everything, um, real quick. Um, And um, a little description of her um, is that she has um, extreme body modifications, that she looks like a human tiger with stripes on her face and whiskers. She could play that. I feel like she would... Some. I was kind of looking up fans' reactions to this, and a lot of people were saying she she already kind of moves like a cat, so that she would be well in this role. <laughs> That's so funny. And I yeah. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought I thought she'd be more like a, a injured mermaid, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then a lot of fans are expressing how they don't want her in a major speaking role because it's like yeah. you can't get past the fact that she's Rebel Wilson. Like I can't even you know express yeah. that enough that it's kind of like why is that Amy like, in the movie kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. And, like, it's not even that she can't fit into a serious role, but it's, like, she just can't fit into Panem. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just doesn't work. Exactly. I feel like she could be one of a crowd that you can't quite make out that maybe, oh, I found her in the movie. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But if it was, like, she actually, like, you see her talking or something. Like, if she had a speaking role, it I feel like it'd be weird. an issue. Yeah. And some people are saying she could play uh, the capital woman that Katniss kills, which that would be... I feel like she she can't die on screen because she would probably just you just laugh. Yeah, it would be it hard not wouldn't to come across like serious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been hit. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll we'll see if anything turns out uh, with that. Um, but I don't think she'll be in Catching Fire because that's a little too soon. I feel like she would have been talking about that already. So possibly in one of the Mockingjay films, but we'll see. We'll keep you posted. So our next news story is about Liam Hemsworth. Um, so. 
he confirmed uh, he plays Gale, and so he confirmed that the they are including the whipping scene. Mm. Um, and so he said, which is really interesting. I was really surprised by this. Um, should I try the Aussie accent? No, don't do it, Kira. <laughs> okay. Don't do it. You'll right. insult someone. <laughs> um, so he said, uh, my character gets whipped in this one, so I spent a couple days on my knees. Don't! Uh, don't do it. Slipped out. <laughs> my knees getting whipped, but which was pretty horrific. Um, so... I, I, get, I think he's being serious. I hope he, he is. got whipped yeah. a couple times. Um, he definitely did. That, all right. Um, so Liam also put his two cents in about the new director, Francis Lawrence, who will be directing the remainder of the Hunger Games films. Um, the characters are developing more. Francis Lawrence had a whole new take on it. So um, I hope it's for the better. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, so far, me. I like all the images. Like, everybody yeah. just looks much... I, I don't know if this is the right word for it, but cleaner. Like, all... Like, Katniss and Peeta look older. They look just better, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it works. I, I don't know. I was thinking about it today. I was a little dubious because, like, I just remembered the Twilight movies and how they switched directors. Yeah. And it did work out for the better, but, like, I just don't... I want it to be consistent. Yeah. I mean, at least he's taking the rest of the film, so if this one's good, then we're we're in the clear. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm I'm still really surprised they sign him in for the rest of the films. Um, For both? Unless um, he resigns? Yeah, no, he's he's signed up for, and he probably has a contract, he probably has to. Yeah. Um, For, obviously, Catching Fire, for Mocking J Part 1, and Mocking J Part 2. Oh, okay. So, he, he's gonna be our main guy for the rest of the time here. Um, And so, a quick note before we uh, begin our discussion of Chapter 17 of Catching Fire. Um, an official Hunger Games count has been established on Pinterest, for those of you that are uh, Pinterest fans. So, uh, and a few months ago, we also joined Pinterest, so... Um, you can check out the official Hunger Games account at pinterest.com slash hungergamesfilm. And you can check out our account at pinterest.com slash nightlockpod, just like our um, Twitter handle. Same thing. Chair awkwardly did that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, um, we I actually post a lot on there, so um, you guys can check us out on there. Again, that's pinterest.com slash nightlockpod, P-O-D. And for the official Hunger Games account, that's hungergamesfilm. Hungergamesfilm. Okay. Um, and also a quick mention that um, the Twitter handle at PanMPN is fake. Um, they've been asking followers to retweet a message for a chance to win a preview of the, quote, quarter quell event, as well as a teaser trailer, Q&A with Francis Lawrence, who's, again, the director. Um, so all of that is fake, so don't fall for any of that. Just want to let you guys know, because a lot of um, Hunter Games sites are reporting, oh, be sure to tweet this so we can see the quarter quell event, which, don't bother, it's not real. All right. Okay. So here we go. Through the eyes of Katniss Everdeen. I, for a second, I thought that was the eleven, and I got. Really I know, scared. right? It's like, yeah. it's a seven. So we're doing chapter seventeen. I'm really excited because I hope it turns out well. But um, I'm excited too. So we left off with chapter sixteen. Who did that? You? Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. You were supposed to do it, but uh, you didn't show up. So. Oh right. So <laughs> you're awkward. You're, you were um, busy working. <laughs> yeah. So, chapter 16, we left off where they were in, I think we decided it was going to be called the private sessions, where... I believe that's what it is. You guys can correct us on that, but I'm, I'm like, 95% sure it's Where they go in, where the tributes go in and have their, um, the panel, and they, like, try and demonstrate their skills privately, and they try and show their stuff and then get scored on it, 1 through 12. So, that's where we left off, and Katniss specifically, what her, first of all, she walked in, and she kind of, um, it smelled like like alcohol, like it was just cleaned, and then there was a blue, or maybe not blue, but a huge mat over the floor, so he's like, and Peta had just gone before her, so she's like, okay, well, whatever that is, so, and then she moves on and starts her own thing, and she ends up taking one of the dummies and hanging it and drawing Seneca Crane on it in berry juice. 
So, like, naming the blood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, blood. So, then chapter 17 starts. The shock is kind of, I think this is similar to how we, the, the Hunger Games went, because it was almost like she shot the arrow through the pig's, the apple in the pig's mouth, and then they went on to the next chapter, and that's where the reaction happened from the panel. And so this is the same thing. So she same does structure. That, yeah. yeah, so she does that in chapter 16. There's a cliffhanger next chapter, and this is, and it basically says that um, the game makers are shocked, um, and, you know, they drop their wine glasses, and it's silent, and everyone's just like, Oh my gosh. Again, you know, like... So she's still in with them. She hasn't left yet. No. And then, but they do dismiss her and they say, you can go now. So then she leaves. Since it's the first anniversary of the, when the movie came out, we were going to talk about our favorite scenes. And this is one of my favorite scenes. Not this specifically, because we haven't seen it yet, obviously. But at the end of the last movie, they kind of added in that scene with Seneca Crane. How President Snow walks in and leaves a bowl of berries. So it just reminded me of this, how, okay, so Seneca's dead. And then I thought of my, like, it's a really great scene where he just leaves him with the bowls. And it's implied that he's, he's going to die. And it's such, like, a twisted way to bring him back that, like, okay, so these, these people that weren't supposed to get away with this thing, you know, Pete and Katniss weren't supposed to get away with both winning. They did because of the berries, so now you're going to have to, like... So I know we talked about this um, a year ago, and we... I, I believe it was you, me, and um, Brendan that did the... Um, oh, right. The movie review. Yeah. Um, so we talked about, obviously, the ending and stuff, but is it implied that... Like, they locked him in, and he has to eat the berries? Or, like, how does that work? Like, is he supposed to just willingly eat it? Yeah. Like, how do you think they... That's a good question, because I think it's, like... I think it's almost, like, a threat. Like, if you don't eat the berries now, you're gonna face a worse death. Yeah. I think worse is the word. Worse death. Whatever. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, like, that's how they would force him to do it, because it's almost, like, implied, like, okay, this is your choice. If You you can either eat the berries, mm-hmm. or you're going to be, like, executed some other way. Wouldn't it be so stupid if he was like, why do they lock me in this room with berries? And he starts eating them, Yeah, yeah, that's Not even realizing. Um, like, backfired on him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, they brought back memories of a really good scene about Sen- or not for him, but for us, <laughs> with Seneca Crane. Good memories. Um, so... And then this thing made me wonder, so she does this really rebellious act, so, like, is it, like, she just doesn't care about the games anymore? Like, she doesn't care what happens to her, or, like, she, um, like, she just wasn't thinking when she did this, and is this because she doesn't care about her own life, she doesn't care about what the panel thinks, she doesn't care about her score, like, why would she do something like this? Well, in the last chapter, um, chapter 16, we talked about or the, the characters in the book were talking about how, wh- what they were going to do during their private sessions. Because it was like a joke, because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what score they get, because, you know, everybody already has their favorites. Like, yeah. if you're a capital citizen, and you're like, ooh, who am I going to sponsor? Usually, the scores kind of give you more of an indication of, you know, who you should be sponsoring, who you should be betting on. Because yeah. it's, it's, it, it's really an event for the capital. So, obviously, the capital already knows all these people. They already have their favorites, so it's no changing the capital's mind, so it was kind of pointless. Like, it was just kind of like, this is something we just have to do because it's part of the process instead yeah. of, like, it really meaning okay, anything. Yeah. So, some people are, like, in, um, mags were saying, maybe I'll just take a nap. Like, it was it was kind of a running joke what yeah. people would do. So, um, I think it really is, like, it doesn't matter. And, and she wanted to use that time to yeah. kind of do something 
I don't know, important. And so here's another question. Is this the best way to be rebellious? Like, because if you look at, like, Gandhi, he was passive-aggressive, and his way to be rebellious was not doing anything. And, um, or not specifically not doing anything, but almost, like, um, non-violence. Yeah. So, like, would it be more rebellious of her to, like, sit somewhere and, like, almost, like, mags, like, not take a nap, but, like, but just sit, sit there and stare at them Almost stare at them, yeah. yeah. Like, would that be better? Would that be I feel option? like she wouldn't have the patience for that. Like, yeah. she's is so that, hot-headed. Is that just not Katniss? Yeah. Yeah, that's not Katniss. Katniss I feel is almost, like, like, naturally rebellious. Yeah, I feel like that might have been something Peter would have done. And we'll get to it later. Yeah. Um, yeah. What he did. But... Um, if he didn't do what he ended up doing, I feel like he might have he done something like that, or like a PETA move, or or maybe even BT would do that. Yeah. I feel like he's really intelligent, and so it would be yeah. very, very like Challenging. prominent for him to just sit there and do nothing With, because like, he's mind so smart. Game. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and just sit there and see how long it takes him to dismiss some kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Um. So, and then she, Katniss, almost asked herself, um, "Will will this help PETA stay alive?" Because, again, her whole goal for these games are, I gotta say PETA, I gotta say PETA, he's gonna stay alive this time, for sure. Um, and so, did this act help her, him stay alive more? Did it help Right, because last chapter, she talks about how, what can I do to make him look better? Like, let me put myself down so he looks better in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the reasons that she kind of did that rebellious act. Obviously, she chose that one for other reasons, but just yes. in general. Yeah, so then after they dismiss her, she comes out and she sees PETA, and she's like, okay, so this is, or she, I think she asks him what he did, and he answers first and says um, that he ended up, because she said, oh, it took you 40 minutes, like, why did it take you so long, and why was it all covered up and everything? And he's like, I ended up drawing, whereas <laughs> Effie says, he's like, I painted something with the camouflage paints. And so Effie's like, oh, you drew a picture of Katniss, didn't you? Like, how romantic. And he's like, no, I actually uh, painted a picture of Rue, but with the flowers around her, like how Katniss had left her. Um, so again, that's almost like a non-violent way to, like, make a rebellious act. Yeah. To rebel against something. And just because... You mentioned favorite scenes before. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's a fan favorite scene of, you know... Rue. Of, yeah, Rue's, Rue's death. And I think, you know, Mandela did a great job portraying Rue and everything, but mm-hmm. obviously, Jen as Katniss made a performance, mm-hmm. and it was... I think her scene was good and stuff and okay. Well, not okay. It was, it was great, but it was, yeah. like, not the best um, a part of that scene. But I think yeah. the best part is when she's sitting... She's got, like, a log behind her, and she's kind of sitting there, and, like, she's got her head in her knees, and she's just got her, like, hands on her face, and, and she's, she's just screaming. screaming. Yeah, I remember that. I feel that. like it was so raw. That's a and, really like, good that, one. I think of that scene, because I kind of lumped that as a scene, like, Rue's death, like, mm-hmm. that. Together. Yeah. Because it's just, like, a part, snippet. It's just, like, a quick thing where she's just, right. like, screaming, and then it goes back. I think that yeah. that was actually one of my favorite. I guess I would say more moments than scenes, because it's not quite a full scene. Yeah. But. Yeah, I do like that one. Because I was gonna, I thought you were gonna say, like, when you see Rue covered in flowers, but to be honest, I think that was better in my mind, because, like, yeah. for me, I thought the, like, the flowers were more vibrant, more colorful, stuff like that, so it was better in my mind, but that part where she was screaming, yeah, that's definitely a good snippet of yeah, the scene. very raw. So, he paints a picture of Rue, uh, well, I, basically, I actually asked a question that we just kind of answered, like, this was, like, is this considered rebellious? Like, is mm-hmm. this, um... A way is oh, this like John Rue? Is that rebellious? Yeah, like is it rebellious? Is this out of character for him? Is he being like really like aggressive or something? Or trying to? Do you think he did it like trying to be rebellious? Was he trying? to... I think yeah. in a subtle way that he's just kind of like he, he's he's a very emotional boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I 
feel like him drawing that was kind of his sensitive way of... Nice. <laughs> I feel like him drawing that of drawing Rue was his kind of sensitive way of pointing out, like, you killed this little girl. Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Like, kind of thing. And that's what he said, too. But it's it's not direct. He kind of just drew the picture, and then they dismissed him. Left kind of, him. Like, I mean, that's what I'm imagining what happened. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he, like, got up in arms. I think he was just very calm about the whole situation. Yeah. Unlike Katniss, who's just a loose cannon. Yeah. So, like, Pete is more like Gandhi. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just funny when he started talking about Gandhi. He talked about him like he was in the book of character. Like, <laughs> he was, so you're like just like Gandhi. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, about? the character Gandhi. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he does go on to say that, and he said, I just wanted to make them feel responsible mm. and um, have I them take responsibility one. for what they did. So, and then Katniss thinks it was amazing. You're like, that's oh amazing. God, that's, you were so hot. That's really that's awesome. So sensitive, yeah, know? I think she definitely appreciates his, like, more feminine side about, like, having emotions and being able to control his emotions and express his emotions. She's jealous. She, she cannot do that, so. Um, <laughs> he does the girl Katniss wishes to be. <laughs> That is so true. Um, so, and then Portia asks, like, oh, did you, because they're all around, like, Effie, Hamish, and stuff like that. They're all discussing what happened, um, because they're getting ready to hear their scores. So, uh, Portia's like, did you, like, plan that or something? Was that, like, intentional? And they're She's like... talking to Peter Cannon. Peter. Okay. And Peter's like, yeah, you thought we'd plan it, you know? And we didn't know. We went in there, like, we're, like, winging it, you know? Yeah. So... Um, the fact that they both did something rebellious, it kind of makes me wonder, I wonder what the other tributes did, because we, yeah. we can never find that out, but do you think it was just, like, a long slew of rebellious acts all day? <laughs> and they're just like, like, by the time they got to Katniss, they're like, just like, go. Enough. Like, like, like enough really? is enough. We know you hate enough. us. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder, wonder what, like, I feel like if I had to pick one character, like, if it was, like, if Susan Collins could, like, release what they did, like, I would want to mm-hmm. know what BT did. Yeah. Because he's, like, I feel like he's the most interesting You have, like, character. a crush on Petey now. <laughs> no, I, I really don't. I'm just interested in, like, what... And like, like, I feel like he, mentally he's, like, an interesting character. I think I would want to see what Finnick would do, because he kind of plays into the capital yeah, that's thing. True. Like, you know, the like he's part of the capital now. Exactly. Yeah. And so he plays into that. So would he really be rebellious or, like, I feel like I feel like he would have just thrown his trident around and then left. Like, yeah, I feel like maybe, he wouldn't have really done anything. Yeah, and that's his way of not being rebellious, by doing what he's supposed to, which is demonstrate his skills. Right, yeah. So... That's one way. Now they're waiting to hear their scores, and they kind of joke, like, is it possible to get a zero? Because that's never happened in right. the history of history. So, um, you find out later that they both get a 12. Not just one of them, but they both get a 12. And apparently, because they only talked about them, that means that the other tributes did not get a 12. So, hmm. maybe they really did demonstrate their skills. Maybe they took naps. I don't know. They didn't get 12. So. And it's not released what their scores were? No, later. it isn't okay. released. They don't even talk about it. Um, so, but they say that they get 12s and they don't really feel like celebrating. They answer a little, like, in the next paragraph, but I just wanted to ask you, because this is what I was thinking, what is the purpose of giving them 12s? And maybe you can answer it, hmm. because you've got the, the other answer before. Okay. It's like, why would they Being want quiet. to, like, reward them almost for what they've gotten? Well, I think they, looking back at what they did last year for Katniss... Um, in the 74th game, she, you know, shot the arrow at mm-hmm. the game makers, obviously didn't hit anybody, um, and they gave her a 12. Yeah. So, I, f- I mean, the scores really don't matter, so mm-hmm. I don't think it's really, I feel like the capital doesn't really care what they're giving people, mm-hmm. uh, or the tributes, but, hmm. What was the question again? <laughs> like, why, why would you give, like, why, oh, why, why would you does give it matter? a score of a 12? Oh, why would you give a score of a 12? Because in a way, like, you're... 
one, you're rewarding them, but two, you're also showing it's... Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Okay, you, you just triggered it. my memory. Right. Um, they're giving them a 12 so that they're bigger targets for other... Yeah, you got the answer. Yes. Yay. Woo. That is the answer that they say later, but I feel like also that's... I feel like it's more, like, there's more than that, and, like, that... I don't know. They Haymitch does say that, like, why you're getting 12s because they're making your target for the other people. And the capital probably wants to give them 12s to make the capital people like, these are really strong. That's what I'm thinking. So once, so if the capital, because presumably, like, the capital is saying, we're going to end up killing everybody but one, and they'll make it a point to make sure Katniss and Peeta aren't one of them. Yeah. In the moment we're in. Obviously, that doesn't happen. Yeah. But the capital's like, all right, we're going to have one of the weaker tributes win, so let's put mutts here and whatever, and, you know, yeah. make sure that they die. So it's like, look at how strong the capital is. We killed the best tributes in history. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is true. So by giving them 12s, they're, like, making them seem even stronger so that everybody else is so like, wow, look at how strong the capital is. We can't mess with that. We can't have a rebellion. Oh, yeah. That is looking, like, very far. That is probably why. But, like, at first when I saw it, I was like... They're giving them 12s, and now the capital people are even more reassured how strong they are. But mm-hmm. that, like, saying, like, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, you yeah. know? So that makes sense, too. And I do, I agree that it is, like, from malice, and they're not doing it to build them up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, after they talk about that, Katniss is like, okay, so, Peter, why did you do what you did? You know, like, I know why I did what I did. So, um, why did you paint Rue? And so I think... Mm, he says, I don't know, she says, maybe it was, he asked her, something like that. Um, he asked her, you know, why did you do it? And she says, um, to show them that I'm not, that I'm more than just a piece in their game. So it's like, throwback to, uh, back on the roof last year. And, um, that, that's another good scene. I don't, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but that's a good scene in the movie, I guess. I I think it'd make my top ten. I don't think it'd make my top five. But is that exactly one of the quotes yeah. in there makes my top five? I feel like the book later, moment, but. the moment of reading that was more like influential than the movie, yeah. like seeing it, like reading it and it's just everything leading up to it. And then you just read that one line. And it like meant like, more than like seeing it. And like, yeah, it's just, I, it would be hard to perform, like to act that out. I just don't. I mean, I, I think Josh did a, a decent job. But yeah, like, absolutely. Everything, everything in the book is going to be magnified and, yes. and more romantic and more this. And yes. And then, all right. So. They're talking, they're talking. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, and then so the, as they're discussing President Snow and stuff like that, they also bring up the subject of, like, who, like how would they know <clears throat> if President Snow, like, made some kind of conspiracy or con- some kind of plan that was, like, he told all the other tributes except for the ones in 12, like, you won't die as long as you kill Peter and Katniss, like, made Ooh. them the, like, target. Like, how do you know they're not all assigned to kill him? Kill the two of them. Are you just asking that, or are they thinking about that? It says that. It says, oh, okay. um, you think President Snow has probably given them direct orders to make sure we die in the arena anyways. So, like, mm. to take that e- even further, like, what if he promises so- them something, like, or, you'll survive? Or, or it's kind like of that. implied that, like, yes, he could have gone to, like, each of their houses, just like he did in Katniss at the beginning of this book. Of yeah. How he went there and, you know, like, had cookies but he could have done that or it's like implied that like tributes are like well I, if i can kill katniss and pita I'll, mm-hmm. I'll have so many rewards that the capital will love me yeah and then i'll be safe my family not- will be safe yeah yeah that that, like true. showing them that i'm on the capital side because now this is incentive. it's starting to form sides now at this point in the book of like the rebels versus the capital. That is true. Like, do you want to go against the capital or do you want to side with the capital, which would mean safer. killing Peter and Katniss? Right. 
eh, interesting. Um, so they were just, like, hypothesizing about that. And, um, oh, and then they both kind of agreed that, you know, whether we die, which they plan to do basically right now, they're like, at least we're going to go out fighting. Yeah. That's what. That's go out in style, as Dumbledore yeah. would say. Yeah. So then, again, they're talking. It's just Pete and Katniss now. The rest of the group has kind of gone to bed. And um, so Katniss is kind of thinking to herself while she's talking to Peter, you know, like, Peter really needs to stay alive. I'm more valuable dead to Peter, I guess. Hmm. And so, I mean, I guess we could discuss that. Like, why would she be more? I guess it would be I'm more, more valuable dead. Like Saying, like, to, and, like, Pete, like, Peter would have a better life. If he didn't do that stupid. <laughs> no, I mean, it could you be You know what that. I mean? It's like... Yeah, like, it could be that, yeah. or it could be more, like, sentimental and, like, drive the cause more. Like, I... Be a martyr. Died and... A martyr, exactly. Yeah. So, it could be like that. Huh. I guess. So, like, it's kind of like she doesn't mind dying. Like, she's kind of... She's in this depressed state that... Yeah. It gets even worse in Mockingjay. We'll really oh be able gosh. to analyze her there. Yeah. <laughs> Get her psych skills out there. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how to respond. To yeah, that. it's hard. I was like, I'll be more valuable dead, I guess. And I know for that the cause, she, I think. like, she's always has that like very dark humor, dark mm-hmm. like being sarcastic. So I'm almost yeah. wondering, it's like, you know, I'm useless. I'm not gonna, you know, survive. So I'm better off dead. Yeah, kind of like. And I feel like it's not even coming from a depressed place. Like she's not really. This isn't really suicidal, but it's more like. She has just accepted the fact that she's, like, going to die. Yeah. Like, she... Which is kind of suicidal, though. Like, yeah, if like, you accept the fact that you're going to die is kind of, like, you're giving up. Yeah. Well, like, they want to fight. Like, that's yeah. for sure. They're definitely going to fight. They're not just going to lie there, but they know that the odds are against them. And maybe... <laughs> right. They... <laughs> and they just... They're not positive, I guess. And I, I feel like... I feel like she doesn't really care about her own life, that she's very careless with her own life. Yeah. But she wants to protect her family, Prim, and her mom, and she wants to protect Peta, and even Gail, and his brothers and sisters, and, like... Yeah, like, that's a good that, point. That's more important to her than her own life. So yeah. if she can kind of, like, take a bullet for them, yeah. she'll do it. Yeah, so, like, as long as she's dead, then her family will be safe, Gail will be safe, generally. That's what she believes. Yeah, so, like, she thinks, like, if I can fight in the rebellion, mm-hmm. and I die... But we still, we meaning the rebels still win. Yeah. Everybody will have a better life. Yeah. And also, she might even be thinking, because she's so screwed up, mm-hmm. that she might even be thinking everybody's life would be better without me in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's like, Peta's so madly in love with me, and it's too confusing because Gail likes me, and I, I like him, and it, you know what, it'd be better if, like, I wasn't in these people's lives anymore. Yeah. Which yeah. is very, very polar thinking, like, it's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. black and white kind of thing. Yeah, so, it's very, that, so that's her mindset right now. Um, and then they kind of agree, again, to sleep together because not... Sleep in the same sleep bed. Sleep in the same bed because they're like, all right, so I don't want to have nightmares tonight. How about you? So, they end up, like, sleeping together. They're their, uh, each other's medicine. Yeah, and so, and, like, Katniss is like, okay, so what should we do for our last... This is before they decide that. And so she's like, okay, so what should we do for our last few days? And Peter says, I just want to spend every possible minute of the rest of my life with you. Aw, that's That's so a direct cute. quote. Yeah, that's a direct that's quote. That's cute, but I feel like it's too corny. Like, it's, Susan Collins could have come up with something that's not as corny yeah. for that one. It's probably... It probably was cute and adorable when I first read it, but now I'm, like, over it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, Peter, come on. Like, it's just... 
it's frustrating for me because Katniss doesn't like him back. That's yeah. what's most frustrating. It's like you don't appreciate him. Yeah. And it's like, so whatever, Katniss. All right. So then with that, they decide to spend every possible moment with each other and they sleep in the same bed. They don't have nightmares. It's a great day. And then, so they're still spending time together. So they decide to go on the roof for a picnic. The roof, their favorite place ever. This chapter (laughs) is very reflective of the movie, which is great. Like, yes. For it being an interesting movie. Like, this is, because it's like a throwback to everything that happened before. This is a great chapter for today. Yeah. So they have a picnic on the roof and Pete sketches her. It's all fun. Titanic moment there. Exactly. It's very romantic. Except she, again, Katniss makes me mad because she doesn't, she's not really like. When does she ever make us happy? Never. Very few times. I mean, she's kind of like, just overall, she's kind of not a great main character. Yeah. But to be honest, it would be hard. It would be so difficult to have her actually like him. You yeah. know, like love him back because like, then you, it wouldn't you be. You need to have that resistance in order to keep your interest. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it wouldn't be interesting anymore. Like yeah. you need to have that like play, that like flirtation, that like kind of thing going on between them. Conflict. Yeah. So that's what happens, and then he says something about. Oh, Katniss realizes he really does have like an undying love for her, with this whole moment, and then she falls asleep in his arms, da di da, on the rooftop. Um, and then, oh, like, again, they're, like, having all these intimate chats, and, um... (laughs) Intimate chat. That's not, like, a new segment on our show. Intimate chats. Intimate chats with Peta and Katniss. Um, so, and he was just talking about, like, I'm just so tired of making everyone around me so miserable. You know, he makes Effie cry with the things he does. You know, everyone makes Effie cry, but, uh, (laughs) he makes... Hamish upset, then there's his family, there's Katniss, like, he just wants, almost like, he's kind of depressed, too, like, he just wants it to end, he's ready for, like, everything almost to go back to normal, and, like, but it never will, so I feel like that's something they're always struggling with, that they're never gonna get back to that normal as they were, like, Mm. yeah, a year and a half ago, yeah, and we never really hear about his family, like, yeah, I know, like, at the beginning of the podcast, like, we talked about, like, his mother, and we, like, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, about how, yeah, how she, like, was cruel to him and stuff like that, and how yeah. his father was in love with Katniss's mother. Right, and so, so we have that whole... So we know that much about him, but, to, like, really, doesn't he have siblings? He does. He has two brothers, I believe. I remember the one that was cast that looks so much like Josh, it's scary. Yeah, that yes. One? Um... So, so, like, it's just kind of they weird never talk he, about it. And being such a sensitive guy, you think he's, like, a very a family man. Like, We're a very, like, close it. with their family. And, like, like really, it's none weird. of them, like, I just, that that makes me upset. Like, they just, Susan Collins just never developed those characters. And I know she has Not even developed. She never even introduced them. Yeah. she He only introduced, she only briefly introduced the father. He was, he was introduced when he gave cookies Katniss. Yes. Before she left on the train, which, mm-hmm. okay, which is very random. That was never, like, I thought when I first read the book, or maybe when we were first analyzing that part, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, maybe this will turn into something that, you know, he, she's introducing this character yeah. that later he's going to be a bigger part. Just like Madge. Yeah. Like, oh, Madge is giving the pin. She has to have a greater, greater Thing. reason, yeah. like a greater purpose in this series. And then you finish Mockingjay and you're just like... What was the point of that? And in the third book, like, 
Okay, so they're yeah, in District 13. Exactly. The parents are never mentioned. Yeah, they're, they're just dead. dead. And his, his brothers are... And, and his I know his Pete, brothers are dead. I know Peter is off, like, being crazy and stuff, but, like, let's be honest. Like, if you're semi-in-love with this boy... Like, you never, like, want to meet your, like, almost I, They never talk about them. They, in the wedding, too. There was no parents, like, they are just not there. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, now that I, I realize mean, it, that is such a, like, in, inconsistency. In Mockingjay. Yeah. They, well, at the end of Catching Fire, mm-hmm. the reader doesn't know, but chronologically speaking, the end of Catching Fire is when District 12 gets bombed, like, firebombs. Yes. So they die. His whole family dies. Yes. So, what, I mean, that's why they're not in Mockingjay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the rest of the series. Yeah. But he doesn't, and yes, he is off at Capitol being crazy, and then he comes back, he's still crazy, he's dealing with that. Yeah. But wouldn't he be like, hey, where are my parents, where are my brothers? By and the then way. once he finds out they're dead, because obviously someone probably told him, if not, okay. Oh wouldn't you be grieving that, and wouldn't mm-hmm. you talk to someone about that? That's huge. Your whole family's dead. Yeah. And, and Susan Collins doesn't even bring it up. And psychologically, Peter is an emotional guy. Yes. We talked it, and that, okay, in truth, if you have parents who don't care about you and aren't in the book, aren't in your life, really. If you're not going to be a sensitive kid. You're not going to be sensitive. You're going to be hard. You're going to be a tough like, cookie. Exactly. <laughs> Get it? Cookie, because he's a baker. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so... Just oh, completely so missed. I that really makes me mad. I would like to meet them personally. In Mockingjay, since we do have two films for that, yeah, that we roughly have four hours because I don't think they're going to be two and a half hour films. Probably mm-hmm. two hours piece. So they're going to need extra storyline. They're going to need extra material. Yes. So I'm structure. wondering if they'll add that in as a plot line that he's dealing like with, like a that. flashback to his parents or something. Well, once like they'll. Like, once he's kind of, like, his, he's got his mental stability under control. Yeah. And they'll be, like, you know, he'll be, like, where are my parents? Where are my parents? And then, like, once, his and then they'll brother. tell him, like, you know, your your family's dead and stuff. And then I think he'll be dealing with that throughout I hope the rest so. of the films. Like, really, it's illogical to say that no one has, yeah. like, any feelings and, for the And family. Susan Collins is very, very much a part of writing the scripts and on the set yeah. and stuff. More than really any... For the fandoms that I'm involved in, more than any other fandom that where the author's so closely close with the director to, yeah. and with the script writers and set designers and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering because she, I feel like she's mentioned that she will have to have more plot lines and come up with more things, but yeah. she could just expand upon obviously what she already has. Yeah. And she probably like most authors, like when they outline their book, like they have extra things that never make it into the book that you there are things that are set in stone and it's like yes this this person um you know had this past or whatever but it's never really brought up but you need that in order to know what the character's thinking and mm-hmm. develop that character and have that backstory yeah so i'm wondering if that will will come up in my i day. just ugh, that makes me really upset and like it's, while he's yeah, living in the victor's village uh who does he live with mm. himself like you have a family in a house somewhere like but you just don't talk yeah. about it oh i know that um he does go down to the bakery and he does do some cooking and stuff right. and baking right um still but ugh. i don't know cuz i i assume that his house and the bakery are yeah. kind of one and the same so yeah, like, maybe like, like upstairs top, they live yeah. and yeah like that kind of design um <laughs> But, yeah, we'll have to see. That's that would be my one question. Like, why did you choose to, uh, Susan Collins, why did you choose to omit Peter's family? Yeah. Like, why? 
Why did you do that? Like, because so even I could picture like a regular viewer watching the movie who hasn't read the book and, and be like, like "Where's his he have family? A family? Yeah. Like, why does he just, just live never, at this house yeah. with Katniss?" Like, and his brother is cast, which obviously, I mean, I'm guessing it's just going to be kind of a glimpse or something. Yeah. But I don't know. They went to all the trouble to find someone that looks so much like Josh yeah. that I'm feeling like maybe his. Maybe, maybe he actually has a line or maybe something. Maybe they'll put that in before they even go to the games. In the second movie, they'll have him interacting with yeah. his family more. I know. It's kind of crazy that, like, this book... I feel like this is the book that has the most going on. Yeah. But it takes so the, long to get to it. Right. But it has, like, so much... Like, if you think all the way back to the beginning of, like, when Katniss was in... I forget which chapter it was, but, like, when she was meeting Twill and Bonnie. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that was books ago, just because we're moving so slow. But, yeah, like, that is true. But I feel like they should have split this movie... Yeah. Because Mockingjay is, like, nothing. I feel like it'd be hard to even make an hour and a half out of what it is right now. Yeah. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. So. So anyway, back to the chapter. I don't even know how we got there. Yeah. But. I, yeah, I don't even know. But anyways. So, yes. They have to split up for the first time because they have to go prep for their interviews. So, there's a definite change when Katniss goes to see Venia and Flavius. That's how I say it. Yeah. Um, who are her designers because they, they're doing her makeup and stuff like that, but they're serious, there's like a really rigid and like serious and sad tone to their makeup doing. And at the beginning of the book, when they went to her house, she was trying, they kept crying and had to leave. Exactly. And she was trying to bring them, you know, their happiness up and kind of keep them together. Mm-hmm. And they say that they're, she says, my foolish, shallow, affectionate pets with their obsessions with feathers and parties nearly break my heart with their goodbyes. So they're kind of saying their last goodbyes to Katniss because they know she's going to die too. So <laughs> we assume. Um, so then she goes and sees Cinna and they're by themselves and she's like, all right, what am I wearing? Dress me. And he unzips the bag and it's her wedding dress. So, which might be what was on the poster before. I'm, I'm like 90% sure that that's... Yeah. So, there's, yeah, there's definitely some differences, because they describe it as heavy white silk with a low neckline and tight waist and sleeves that fall from my wrist to the floor, and pearls, everywhere pearls, stitched into the dress and in the rope at my throat, and form into the crown of the veil. So there's a veil and everything. So that is completely different from what we see. Yeah. She has no veil, no pearls. Yeah. She kind of has a tiara, but not really. Yeah, it's more of like a, um, just feathers in her hair, I must want to say. Oh, yeah, I guess it's all um, feathers. I know, and it's got feathers. I guess the earrings could be pearls. It's, it's you know, it's too small to really yeah. make out. Um, and it's completely, it's not white, rigid, or, like, white, stiff silk. Yeah, so, you know, uh, which I don't think is, like, for me personally, I don't really care if yeah. it's what the book is, as long as it looks decent, which... Yeah, but this it's one kind is of not important really, when we read on. So that's... Yeah. And basically, Sin is like... I don't want you to wear this, but President Snow forced you to wear it. He, like, chose this specifically for you. That's a good point. So, I mean, in the movie, obviously, I think they'll keep that plot line of President Snow chose the dress chose and forcing the dress. her. Cause yeah, so maybe that it. won't be it, because that's got a Mockingjay on it. And why would President Snow choose to have a Mockingjay? Or President mm-hmm. Snow, I don't I don't know what's going to come up here, but um, President Snow had the rest of the dress made, and then Senna added the Mockingjay. Is that maybe. what happens? Well, or? here's what okay. happens. So... They get through the, what's it called? They get, they go to, interviews? yeah, they go to the interviews and this is where everyone's at. And basically they describe the audience as being a complete wreck because everyone that goes out there is talking about, they talk about love. They, you know, well, even before this, um, when the other districts, the other tributes see, um, <clears throat> 
Katniss in her wedding dress, like, Finnick says, I can't believe Cinna put you in that thing. And then she, like, retorts, he didn't have a choice, President Snow made him, because she's, like, really defensive about Cinna. And why would President Snow want to do that? Because that's just going to evoke more emotion that, like, she was supposed to get married, and she's going to die. So it's like, you're making the Capitol citizens more sad and more angry at the Capitol, so why would he want to do that? He might just be trying to inflict more pain, because whatever. That just doesn't make sense. Like, I get it. Because it doesn't really affect Katniss that much. Not really. She, it I just know, affects she the capital she citizens. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense. That why would... It's yeah. like a flaw. Like, that's out of character for Snow. Yeah. So, um, he makes her wear that. And then Kashmir says she looks ridiculous, but Katniss doesn't really care about Kashmir. So, and then, um, Johanna, or Joanna, as I say, um, mm-hmm. goes up to, um, Katniss and adjusts her pearl necklace and says, make him pay for it, okay? So now... It's almost like she's allying herself, allying herself, align, aligning herself, aligning, yeah, aligning, so. aligning herself with um, Katniss, and now they kind of like banding together. She's chosen her side. She's going against the Capitol and President Snow. Um, so then she finally gets out to her interview, and you know everyone's a wreck because they see the wedding dress, and everyone before that it seemed like talked about. Um, they talked. Katniss was saying that the other tributes talked about love, and I'm not sure if that meant that they were talking about Katniss and Peta specifically, or just, like, love in general. And, like, Pete, or, um, what's his name? Finnick read a poem about love, and all the Capitol people, like, adored that, and they right. were crying over that and stuff like that. So it was, seemed I, like, a night of lovers and, like, love. <laughs> night of lovers. So. I feel like, yeah, it was just about love generally, because, like, why would all the tributes talk about Katniss? Like, maybe they would reference, but yeah. I think they would talk about love overall, because I think what all the tributes kind of agreed without actually all putting it out in the open, yeah. that they would all, kind of silently agreeing, that they would just all kind of make the capital people and citizens, like, very emotional about it, about mm-hmm. it so that possibly, you know, to, to get them kind of against the capital. Because mm-hmm. if you can get the citizens against the capital, yeah. what do you really have? You have some peacekeepers and some capital officials, which yeah. is like nothing compared to all the district citizens and the capital citizens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and that's what she said, because that starts to happen, because um, the ground practically causes the riot, um, is a quote, and that people are starting to cry out against the capital. Because the these are, these are like their, that's like if you took all our favorite celebrities. Yeah. And then you're like, only one of them is going to survive. Or our idols. Maybe, like, yeah. there's still, I mean, I feel like this. Group, the capital is more superficial so celebrities Definitely. work from but maybe for our society it would be like idols like i don't know like you take really influential people that are just good people like obama, obama. i don't know like obama if you're liberal but right. like obama if or not that might be a good thing gandhi again like if you take these and say these <laughs> what's up with you and gandhi i don't today? know i really got gandhi's my guy my guy um if you like just take all these idols who are, who you view as really great people but even like some people Really? Or if you took, I don't not like Lady Armstrong. Gaga. Some people are like crazy. Yeah, like throw Lady Gaga Bieber. into the bunch. Or like if you took a great athlete that is really Jackie Robinson, say, even though yeah. he's dead already. <laughs> if you say, okay, you've got Jackie Robinson or Obama, and you have to kill one of them. Like that's mm-hmm. just like, you know, like or like I mean, some idols like even like John Lennon or something. People yes. are so upset when he died. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, so thanks. it's kind of like that. So they're all in tears, and then when. Caesar finally calms down the crowd. Um, she's like, okay, so here's my dress. Want to see it? So again, she stands up. She does a spinning thing. It's very much like the first book again. She does that spinning thing. 
Right. <laughs> of course. And, um, so... Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure she just took the last chapter from the book and kind of, like, looked at the structure like, of it and then rewrote it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she takes the dress, she stands up, and she starts spitting, and all of a sudden, her wedding dress, which was so gorgeous before, starts smoking, and it's flaming, and... Oh my god, she's gonna die, but then... But then, it doesn't set her on fire. Instead, it becomes, um... <clears throat> Let's see. What does it say? Oh! Oh, oh! This makes sense. Okay. I lift my long flowing sleeves into the air, and that's when I see myself on television, on the television screen, cloth in black, except for white patches on my sleeves, or should I say my wings, because Cinna has turned me into a mockingjay. That might be where the dress comes from. So basically she spins, and her white wedding dress turns into a mockingjay dress. So maybe what we're seeing in her capital portrait, the, the wire of it, Maybe when she spins, the rest of it will disintegrate, and then that Mockingjay part will kind of become bigger or something. Yeah, maybe. Or, like, kind of, like, fold out. Yes. Or and, maybe and this is wings. just an interpretation of what that Mockingjay dress was. So it's not exactly what she's saying it turned into, like, what we see in the poster, but that's right. what basically what it's saying, like, now you're Mockingjay. But I feel like she will wear that dress during At the chapter, yes. or d- during the interview, and then have it have her turn and then the all the ruffles at the bottom will kind of disintegrate and like it will be much sleeker and stuff. yeah that could be true too. so that's what i'm thinking we'll see so yeah the dress will definitely be a part of it and so now she's mockingjay yeah yeah awesome she's morphing into the mockingjay cool all right well that was a good chapter that really ties in with yeah you know, it works really well names and, yeah. you know for those of you that are um on twitter um us tributes as uh i guess that's what we're called as hunger games fans yeah. that's kind of uh what we've adopted we are trying to trend one year since the games, so all in one, you know, hashtag. one, yeah, hashtag one, the number, year since the games. So it's not trending so far. Keep tweeting it out, guys. To wrap up the show, we will just talk about um, kind of our, our favorite scenes and quotes and sets and stuff from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we had had a lot of other stuff planned, but that will just have to wait since the um, next time yeah for next time are we gonna do a capital opera or should we save it for that i think that we can just skip that i yeah, had i had a good time i want to skip was, it i was i was so psyched because I was, now i can pick my song but yeah that's all right i'll just make sure that my song gets played next time yeah okay so um so i know we talked about this a little bit um but we can talk about a couple more of our uh favorite scenes mm-hmm. um i tried to only have five but it didn't really work and i couldn't really rank them um there's no criteria. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of hard. I was, like, you know, looking up different scenes and trying to figure out how I wanted to place them. Um, but uh, I have to say one that some people may not, like, think of when they think of their favorite scenes is the arrival to the Capitol. With the train and everything? Yeah, when Pete is, like, looking out the window yes. and he's just, like, in awe. I just feel like... Like, I, tr- I like the scenes that are very powerful. I mean, it's kind of corny to say. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like there was a lot of like, amazement, and, like, that was the one positive portrayal of the Capitol, that, yeah. look at this place, like, you know, all I've seen so is cool. these little buildings here and there, I've never seen a city, mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of like, you know, like, I'm so used to, like, you know, I go to New York City all the time, whatever, and, like, like, going to a city is not a big deal to, like, to me or whatever, and I think for most people that city is not a huge deal, but yeah. it's kind of, it's just reminding you of, like, how innocent and, like, naive mm-hmm. Pete and Katniss are. Yeah, I think, actually, that scene made me, like, tear up in the movie because I just remember like looking at it and he was like oh my god and just being like these people like didn't even want to be here and now they're being thrown into something and it's like yeah. oh it's so bittersweet like yeah 
It was just that. So, that, yeah, that's a really good scene. And that's where you see all the Capitol people for the first time, which right, is awesome. Which is so exciting. I mean, thinking back a year ago when, or a year plus, when we kind of started seeing glimpses of the Capitol people, we're like, yeah. wow, look at this. Like, how, because when we were originally reading the book, before we saw any images of Capitol people, we're like, are they going to, you know, translate this right? Is it going to look like mm-hmm. they're just wearing 80s clothes? How are yeah. they going to get away from that kind of 80s clothes stigma of just being really colorful and yeah. out there? Um, but somehow they managed to pull it off. Yeah, so... Um, so I have to say that that's definitely one of my, uh, favorite Top five, scenes. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't... I'm not gonna say I have a favorite just because the book is my favorite. I mean, I don't know if that's too... <laughs> right. Just, like, like, every time I'm like, yeah, that was a really good scene, but the book was better, you know? Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. Um, yeah, uh, so I think that the death scene of Rue is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the tracker jacker scene was probably one of... The it, hallucinations? The, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I think that's definitely the most unique scene in there, mm-hmm. just with all the special effects. And I think that's another scene that I was very nervous about to see how they would transition that and adapt that because y- there's a lot of movies where it's like it's so dumb the way they do it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. they're making things different sizes and these colors and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But I think they did it in such a a simple way that they kind of just like, it's even hard to describe. Like she would kind of focus something and then it would kind of like, in and out of focus, yeah. but really fast. Yeah, and I like that um, they added that, the house scene where they yeah. go into the house. That was a cool ad, if any Part of that scene, yeah. Yeah, where they um, have her go back into, like, the mining with her father or something. And then like her that. house blows up, and then it kind of puts back And it was, like, in slow motion. Yeah. yeah, that was very and cool. And then her father's picture. That was a great way of incorporating that, because I'm sure in Mockingjay, again, another, like, kind of um, exaggerated plot line will probably be... Her father. Her father or something. Yeah. Um, Maybe yeah. Peter's family. So yeah, I thought that was a really good scene. Like, and even even the part where um, Caesar kind of walks out and stuff, and I feel like it's very realistic. Of I mean, I've, <laughs> I remember I'm that s- when he walks into yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like it, it'd be realistic that if someone was on drugs, like that's kind of what they would be seeing or something. Yeah. Um, and my mom's a counselor, so she kind of told me about that stuff. She's like, yeah, that's pretty realistic. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, so that's um. I think our favorite scenes there. Um, and some favorite quotes. Um, when I was uh, making a list, I kind of realized most of these are all in the trailers, which you know, right. they're going to they pick always the, best put the best ones. Yeah. And then you kind of like get sick of it. But before we got sick of it, um, I think one of mine that is kind of people don't really think of this as their favorite quote um, is when she's doing her interview with Caesar. And so Caesar says, and what did, and what did you say to her in the end talking about? what uh, Kat said to Prim, and she said, I told her I would try to win, that I would try and win for her. And Caesar says, of course you did, and try you will. Yeah. I feel like it was so serious, and, like, it was, and the whole crowd. was, like, silent. Yeah, in in the movie theater and the crowd in the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was just so powerful that it was just, like, a really... Yeah, and I feel like, you know how her, Jennifer Lawrence's voice gets, like, raw sometimes, almost, and, like, hoarse? Like, that's where it happened, and that's where it was good. I I enjoyed it there. Definitely, yeah. Um. So that's a good one. And another one from the trailer was, um, when Katniss says, so you're here to make me look pretty, and then Cinna says, I'm here to help you make an impression. (laughs) (laughs) That's my impression of him. Um, um, I don't think this one was in the book. What? This this quote. I think it was just in the movie. I could be wrong on the that. The impression one? one? Yeah, th- this quote. So you're oh. gonna make me look pretty, I'm here to help you make an impression. Um Yeah. Maybe not. And I feel like that really captures Cinna's character. Yeah. That he's 
here to help. Very different from everybody else, and that yeah. he's actually on her side, as you said, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it, like, changing it so it's not about looks, but it's about, like, what's behind the looks. Yeah, how to make you look powerful, and how to how to get you more sponsors, not just... Nah, let, let's like, make you, like, let's, yeah, let's just throw some cola Desirable on you. or something, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people would say this is one of their favorites. Um, the one we were talking about on the rooftop with Petey says, I just keep wishing I could think of some way to show them that they don't owe me. If I'm going to die, I want to still be me. Yeah, um, that's a good one. That is yeah. good. I think it, I mean, most of these are so overplayed. They're just like, may the odds be ever in your favor. Like, I'm kind of sick of hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I volunteer a tribute. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I think those are favorite quotes. Um, I asked you guys on Twitter what some of your favorite quotes were. Uh, Strongifiable, Luke Strong, Lucas Strong, um, said, have to say if I could pick a single one-liner, it was the way Jen portrayed, quote, thank you for your consideration. Hashtag oh. epic heart. Um. Right, that's in and the I think private whole, sessions. Yeah, the sarcasm in this, the, the rebellion part, I mean, that, there's yeah. a lot of emotion that goes into that one line. Yeah. And she um, bows too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Um, Shirley Robio, um, at Polly Moon said, my favorite parts, uh, Peter Bread scene, scenes, and Effie's mahogany. <laughs> that yeah. is mahogany. That is funny. Um, and see, last one here, um, don't know how to pronounce her name. Um, Nuradia, <laughs> uh, try less Tari. Sorry, <laughs> that's <is> so bad. <laughs> Um, and she did the classic, may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> nice. All right. So that is our show. Yeah. So you can tune in next time for, you know, we missed the Capital Opera and we'll uh, throw some Mockingjay mail in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, before, before we sign off and I do the plugs, um, actually no, I'll do the plugs first. So, uh, please email us with any comments about this episode or previous ones and, um, email in what your favorite moments, scenes, sets, roles, you know, actors, um, quote, scenes. Uh, I think it's scenes twice. From the movie. And, um, you know, we'll read them on the show. Um, try and put something intelligent in there, you know, or something <laughs> that. <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> try and spell everything right now. Um, yeah, put something in there that we could kind of discuss. Um, so you can like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash P O D. You can also follow us on Pinterest at pinterest.com slash nightlockpod, P-O-D, same thing as Twitter. Subscribe us on iTunes, and all those links are located on our website, nightlockpodcast.com, for your convenience. And uh, I've been doing a couple changes on the website, so you can check that out. We've got, you know, some different colors on there and just kind of... Uh, <laughs> New colors! Yay! Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of just updating things. So um, it doesn't just stay the same. I actually do change things around. So um, check it out. It has been a month, so it's definitely changed a lot. Um, and if you could review us on iTunes, that's awesome. Um, it's a fantastic way to attract other fans like yourselves. Thank you. Uh, so, oh, the thing that we've been plugging for the last couple of months. Um, if you want to, you know, hear about when announcements are made and when episodes are released, you can subscribe uh, to our email alerts, um, which is on the sidebar of our website, notlookpodcast.com. So, um, I wanted to make a quick book recommendation. Um, <gasps> I'm so excited. For what? Your book recommendation. Have you read it yet? Yeah. Okay. I read the second one, too, and I can't wait for the third one. I haven't um, finished it yet. I I just started how many pages in am I? I mean, I have the e-book thing, so it's... Oh, I'm so excited you're already reading it. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I think I'm 100 pages out of like 400 That's awesome. Um, Yay! 
So this is like this, the, okay. Oh, let's you let's talk about which book it is because people okay, don't know. You what recommend about. it first, and then I'll say my thoughts on okay. it after you say your. All right, so it'll be like a dual recommendation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I'm about uh, a fourth through it, um, and so far it, it hasn't really picked up yet. Let me say the book. Okay, okay, Delirium by Lauren Oliver. Yay! Um, I have a whole list of dystopian novels I want to read so I can recommend them on the show and, you know, to keep my desire for dystopian books satisfied. Um, So, basically, this book, from what I know so far, it's... I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, so there is... Which which city is this? It's not Chicago. That's Um, divergent. Portland? Portland. That's right, Portland. So, it takes place in Portland. And so, it's... It's a very, like, um, calm society where, um, these, these people, um, once they turn, like, something like around 18, you make an appointment to, um, have this surgery done, and what the surgery does is it kind of takes your, like, emotions away, so that you're kind of, you're very, like, um... You can't... You can't really feel things. Yeah, and you can't experience one specific emotion. which is love. So, like, um... And it's this certain, I can't remember now. I mean, I, I really am only a fourth through it, so I don't yeah. really know quite I got yet. you, I got you. Um, what, what's the disease, as they call it? Delirium. It's delirium. I feel like it's it's a bigger name. Like, it's a yeah, longer, it's like I think three it's words. delirium nervosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, because that's almost like bulimia nervosa. Yeah. Which is like my full name. But, um, yeah, so it's delirium nervosa. You can go on. Okay, I'll, I'll keep going and then you can keep correcting me. Okay. Um, so the main um character is Lena and um she's she's very so far she is um very kind of scared and timid and follows all the rules and um there and I know that there there's kind of going to be this love interest um I mean, the book is, like, about... Because I got, like, spoiled. Yeah, I mean, it's about it's love. Like, I mean, I can tell that it's gonna... This yeah. guy is gonna end up kind of, you know, being more into play so far. Um, is it really that good? I oh mean, my should God. I stick with it? Okay, yes, absolutely. Wait, alright, that was, like, a summary, right? I think so. I mean, that's what I got out of it so that's far. That's good, yeah. That was a really good thing, because... Oh, and, like, part, part more of the society is that they get... When they're 18, and after they get the surgery, they get, um... They have, like, these interviews, which... A lot of things similar to The Hunger Games, which is why you should read it. And then they get, they get, well, at least the girls will get a list of approved guys they can be with. Right. Um, and I guess they don't really go to college, I guess, right after that, like, right after they're done with school, which I would assume is, like, equivalent to high school, is that they'll be matched up and then, you know, be living in another house with this guy and then have kids, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. And I just remember one of the really cool things is they have, and I think they... Maybe it's this book. They start almost every chapter off with, like, a quote from yeah. this, like... It's almost like a Bible to them. It's, um... And it's talks about the reason why they don't... They have the surgery. Yeah, and it's called the Book of... Sh- what? Basically, it's like- S-H-H-H, and it's an acronym for something. But, um... Uh-huh. Some, yeah. Um... And it is yeah. Um, and 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 it is like a Bible. It's like they have like from prayer and study from the Book of Genesis, yeah. Psalm like twenty one, and like it is like Lord, keep our hearts fixed as you fix the planets and their orbits, blah blah blah. So it's, yeah, and so it's like their own religion, exactly. And so this is what they worship, and um, this is almost like their whole like government too. It's like their it's everything to them. Um, so they. The reason they have it, and they say that in this Bible-type book, they say, 
the reason we've gotten rid of love is because love has caused wars, it's caused people to go crazy, it's caused people to kill other people. Which is where, like, the dystopian hearts comes in. Yeah, so that's why we've gotten rid of it. So, and that's basically the theme of the book, that they've gotten rid of it. And, okay, why I love this book so much is, like, okay, here we go. I read it, I want to say, like, a couple years ago, and, um... When I read it, I didn't it, know I was that old. I, I thought, you know, like no, no, no. I read it like when it first came out. I remember okay. I wanted to read it and put it on my list. So when it came out, I ordered it. Okay. And um, so I just remember like it was a really like almost like unsuspecting. And even like now, I kind of don't think of it. I just remember reading it and it, I read it really quickly and it was really good and interesting and I l- loved a lot of it. But um. And so I really enjoyed it, and the end was great. The end is great. I hate the end, but I love the end. Okay. It's, like, a great ending. You need to call me, like, right when you finish okay. it. You'll want to, too. Um, and everyone who's read it knows what I'm talking about. Like, you, the end is just, like, fabulous and frustrating. And for just, this book or for... Because you, you, you've read for two For both books. Them. For okay. both books. And is it a trilogy? I think so. There better be a third book. But, um, so I just remember reading it, really enjoying it, and then the ending was so frustrating, I was like, I love this, but, you know, I hate you, like, I'm never reading, I'm not, I said to myself, I'm not reading the second book when it comes out. I love the book, but I'm done. This ending, no more, you know, like, I'm over it. So, like, that's how much it upset me and, like, made me, like, want, like, I was just like, ugh. So... That's what I felt after Mocking Jay. I'm like, if she writes a fourth one, I'm done. I yeah, like, I just don't even want to participate. Yeah. So, um, so then when the second book came out, I ended up getting it, and I was like, you know what? I really want to read this because, like, it's like almost like you read it and you really enjoy it. In the end, like, kind of like it's just so what it is. And then you're like, okay, I'm done with this book. But then, like, in the months after, you, like, start to think back on it. I love those books that you, you, all day, you can't stop thinking about that. Like, everybody else is, like, in their own world, and, like, it's, like, normal to them. Oh, like, don't you understand? I just read this amazing book. Yes, exactly. So that's kind of how it is. But it's, like, slow, and it's unsuspecting, and it comes up on you, like, hey, that book was really good. And then, so by the time the second book came out, I was like, you know what? I'll give this a try. Oh, my God. It was, like, a whole nother adventure. It was separate, but the same. And then... The ending was just, you know, just as thrilling, awesome. just as, like, frustrating, just as, like, great. I, I have to look up now if it's a trilogy, because... Yeah, it, it, I'm pretty sure it is, because, let's see, the first one is named Delirium, the second one's Pandemonium. Oh, okay. And then the third one, I'm not sure. Everything's a trilogy it's nowadays, so, so it better be. Um, so, yeah, it was just... And even now, I want to go back and reread those books, because it's that unsuspecting thing, like, hey, you know, those books were really good... I should go back and read them. I'm so yeah. happy you're reading it. And, and I'm, like, reading it, I'm like, uh, it's not that good. Yeah, it's, it's, like, I'm at that point where it's, like, I haven't gotten into it yet, and, like, yes. nothing has happened so far. That's, all yeah, I think that is how the book is. Like, it's almost like... But I'm right on the way to something happening. Yeah. So, definitely. I'm kind of starting to get into it. Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Pandemonium is the second one. Raven? Is that, maybe that's... That's, like, a fake one. Whatever. There's no two, there's never a 2.5. Yeah, like, I don't let's be that. honest. Requiem? Requiem, yeah, I don't know. Um, but if you look, it's still, Delirium has a pretty high rating, and Pandemonium has just as high as it's four and a half. Just has, like, just or as high as a rating. Yeah. yeah. I have to read the second diversion. I have to, you've, you've read No, it. I haven't. You haven't. I haven't read that either. The, like, I kind of don't like getting into second books because I'm afraid they're not going to be as good as the first. Yeah. And, and for, I mean, they're, they're, 
Divergent, I'm kind of not... Divergent, that they're filming in Chicago, and Shailene Woodley has been cast as Tris, which... I um, like Shailene. I hate the, the show she's on. It's so in the wing. I don't know if I like her. Um, I don't know if I'll see the movie for that one. I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely going to see it. And 4 has finally been cast. It's been so, like, Shailene Woodley has been oh, cast right. for such a long time. Finally, 4 has been cast. Yeah. Um, Which is a character, by the way. Right, yeah. He's a character. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. so anyway, okay. that's our that's our book. Yeah, anyways, yeah. I'm really happy you're reading that. And maybe I'll read the third one now if it's out. Yeah. But I, I want to go back way. and read the first one. But the thing, it's one of those books, just like in The Hunger Games, I got it from the library. And I yeah. really enjoyed it. And now I have to either buy it on my Kindle or go out and get it from the library. I'm going to find a book this weekend to read. Yeah. Besides I have a whole list book. over there if you want to. I know. I look at it every time I leave. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Anyway, um, so, so that's our life. That's the end. Um, Good recommendation. All right, so you can tune in next episode, um, and we'll get to all the segments we didn't get to this time. So, um, yeah, it's a good episode. So uh, we'll see you guys next time. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> just, just a clue. Uh, <laughs> great start. Here right, we go. Great start. Great start. He's never gonna buy that, you know? Yeah, sure. Exactly. District, or I mean, yeah. a, not a cure. <laughs> A cure? No, a career district. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're more in fashion. I thought you were saying my name. I was no, like, a cure district. <laughs> cure district. Um, <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> if you just sign into Nightlock, do you, um... Oh, I... Nightlock. <laughs> Can I do it off... I'm just gonna make you sound smarter. All right. <laughs> I know who the next one is. Oh, I gotta stop doing that. Okay. okay. Alright, so our next clue is District 12. Gail! <laughs> <laughs> you. Damn you, Gail! <laughs> I don't get it, because Katniss said that. Yeah, I did get that. Oh. Okay, good. <laughs> the Q. Why do I keep saying Q? I don't even think that that's right. What are you trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, the, the hint. Well, I haven't been saying hint the whole time. Alright. I, I, get, I think he's being serious. I hope he, he is, got whipped yeah. a couple times. Um, he definitely did. That kind of makes me happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did that come out yeah, bad? Did yeah, that it came out, out like, bad. Don't delete it. Maybe save it for the bloopers, but... <laughs> makes me happy he got whipped. All right. Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> yeah. over here. Hello. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Kira also has a Fifty Shades of Grey podcast that she does on the Check it out. (laughs) Fifty Shades. And he says, quote, the character wrote... Yeah. The character... And so my question was... No, no, no. Oh, here's what we... Okay. (laughs) You can edit that out. Um, I like your nails. Thank you. (laughs) So cool. All right. What? What did I say? Okay. You know what? I just thought of something. So what? in Mockingjay, they're gonna be dead. <laughs> Getting really riled up. We're trying to chant. This is not okay. We're trying to. Ch- <laughs> Why can't I say T? We're trying to trend. Trend. To wrap up the show. We'll just do, how about we just, <laughs> um, <laughs>